We need sellers. We need more listings. Inventory is low. We're two to three weeks out. Now, if you're a real estate agent, broker, team leader, there's a good chance that these are words that are becoming way too familiar in your real estate business. And I wanted to solve that for you guys in today's episode. Now, Brett and I actually went live in our absolutely free Facebook group a couple days back, literally going over our exact five-step process of how we're generating listings, generating sellers that are literally like wanting to move ASAP or at least within 90 days if the price is right for them. And if you're listening to this in October, then you know the price is going to be right and they're going to get offers within 24 hours. So with all that being said, guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. You're listening to the Real Estate Marketing Secrets Podcast, a show dedicated to bringing you the most up-to-date tips, tricks, and updates of everything you need to know about marketing, lead generation, sales, Facebook ads, social media, video, branding, and much, much more. All info, no fluff. So sit back, relax, throw in some headphones, and enjoy today's episode. We have quite the list of, you know, or I guess steps and um, full disclaimer, guys, like this is literally pretty much step by step of how we uh, how we create these ads from beginning of, I mean, literally doing the research all the way down to the follow up. Now, this isn't going to be like a step by step of like, click this and manager and do this and do this. And we'll, we'll explain um, a little secret that we have of our sleeves, um, something we're going to launch here within probably the next couple months or so. So that you guys can actually go and take this and implement it yourself. Really, the, the purpose of this live is to get you guys' brain moving, get your brain flowing when it comes to, okay, let's do the research, let's create the scripts, let's you know make sure we're doing the right targeting and all those kind of things. So that when we do either, number one, you decide to go out and try to figure it out yourself, or you know you have us help you do it, you'll be prepared uh, either way. Before we get started, I want to I want to start with right what we call our foundation. And so... We talk about this and you've probably heard us talk about this or, or heard myself talk about this time and time again, if you've been following, following Aaron and I for a while. Um, the foundation is what you need to set before you do anything, right? And that always starts with systems and processes. And in this case, our system and our process is our CRM, right? We don't wanna go out there and spend any money, even like Tyler says, he's doing direct mail, right? Um, so, with that being said, you like even direct mail, you want to have a system and process to get them into your CRM for you to follow up with them forever. Okay. So just making sure that the most important thing to any part of your marketing or your business in general is making sure that you have a CRM and a follow-up process in place so that you can put those leads and you don't have to think of, oh, do I need to call this person? No, everything is already set in place. So I want to start with the foundation, your mindset, and most importantly, the, the CRM and having that system and process built out before we do anything. Right. Yeah. It's, it's super, like in, you know, I've, cause I've had the conversation with, with some people and they're like, well, you know what, Aaron, like what I'm doing right now works, right? I don't have a fancy CRM or anything like that, but you know, I have this, this spreadsheet that I use and, and by all means, if you can get away with that, that's fine. But also understand that like when you, when you start putting money behind these things, whether it's Facebook ads, Google ads, um, YouTube ads, LinkedIn ads, even anything that it falls through the cracks is just lost money. Yep. Right. Like it's, it's something where if you just do the math and let's say even just one person a month falls through the cracks, that's like seven, whatever, seven, let's say $7,000 commission, right? Yep. Times 12. I'm not great at math. So um, we should have had Karan on here because he's the, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the engineer. He'd build out a spreadsheet real quick to do the calculation. <laughs> but I mean, just even that one person that falls through the cracks because you don't want to like set that solid foundation, not saying that you don't want to, but, um, that we're just trying to explain how important it is. Yeah, in 2017, no, 2018, I take that back. 2018, 
um, I did a database reactivation of all my leads that were six months old or newer um, and just asked them, hey, you know, a, a small question um, and essentially to ask them if they were looking to buy or if they're still looking to buy or sell. You know, I had six, six people that were leads in my CRM for at least six months, six. And then I went back two years, it was 10. That So 16 people total in my CRM that mm-hmm. were in my CRM that did not buy with me, right? Um, and that's where I started getting really good at the follow-up process um, and building out the systems and processes for my follow-up, no matter what uh, type of lead or, or lead source. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like, a, I think I did the math, it was like, 120,000 if it was a 3% commission and based off my average and stuff like that. So, but whatever it was, even call it 15 grand, like yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's still, you're gonna, it hurts anybody, you know? Yeah. I spent, I spent six grand to generate all the leads that were in my CRM. Like just one of them would have, you know, yeah. I, mean, I still closed the shit. I, mean, I still made money off that six, a shit ton of money off that six grand, but in, I mean, it would have been even more, right? Exactly. Instead of, instead of X, ROAS, right? That would have been double X. Exactly. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get, yeah. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, so the first thing we're going to go through five steps, right? Essentially the five steps that we use to generate seller leads. Um, and I want to be specific. This is using YouTube, right? That is 100% the platform I would use. I'm not saying you can't do it on Facebook, um, but for me personally, if it was my real estate business and in my own real estate business, we're using YouTube to generate seller leads, right? And we're going to walk you through the first, uh, not the first, walk you through the five steps that we use to building out campaigns to generate these leads. Now I want to put a disclaimer out there. These are not two, three, four, five dollar leads, right? They're going to be anywhere from 20 to $150 a lead. And the reason I say this is because we are qualifying, like doing some qualification. We're not just asking name, phone, and email, right? And we're getting very specific on who's seeing our ads. So just a disclaimer out there, this is not the cheapest platform out there as yeah. far as YouTube and generating sell leads, but it is the most targeted and it's the most effective, okay? Yeah, I feel, like, dude, I feel like we're on the same wavelength because I, I was like, right before this live, I was about to like say like, disclaimer, if you want 300 leads, like this is not going to be... The way to go. I mean, if we're even just talking about like some of the the recent results, we um, were working with somebody in Lancaster or somewhere within the U.S. and we've been running the campaigns for probably about what do you say, like probably like a week, week and a half, and we've only, I say only, like we've brought in I think what four or five leads. Yeah. And it's in you know some people might say like oh my gosh like there's only four or five leads but like one of them was what like their their home was valued at like four fifty five hundred something yeah, like that. Put, I think I think in the the picture we use in here. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. We used it, yeah. So, so I mean, and that's someone that's like they they answer the questions. We'll get to a little bit more, but I mean, it's four or five people with the response rate. I think two of them got live transferred over. One of them was was still a hot lead. Yep. All of them saying we will sell ASAP if the price is right. Yep. So like it's insane, and and it also helps you guys out too because you know I wouldn't get scared of like us saying well you're going to get a lot less leads or higher price leads because. Number one, you're not going to get burned out by calling 300 leads that probably all of them are going to say no. 
Correct. then of course you're just you can spend your time on actually helping those people as opposed to following up with dead leads. So anyway, correct. Yep. Added to the disclaimer, go to number one. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So the first step, right? That so so a couple of weeks ago we started with step number one, right? Like the CRM and the foundation. And we decided that's gonna be our pre-foundation to anything that we do, right? That that's a no-brainer. We're always gonna talk about it. But the first step, step number one is your customer avatar and doing the research before you do anything, right? knowing what your goal is in mind and being able to go find that that avatar right so when we talk about a customer avatar there's a lot of things right that that can is it a buyer is it a seller is it something that's renting uh that wants to become a first-time home buyer is it a seller that's looking to downsize like what who is that person and that is your customer avatar if you picture that person that you want to work with that's who we want to get as much research as we can about them right so well, a couple of the notes we put in here is who is your ideal client? And I always say, I always explain this when I'm explaining the customer avatar. Who's a person that you, if if you had to pick that one client that you've worked with in the past, who is that? And and if you if you could work with that person over and over and over again, would that be a win for your business? If so, that's your customer avatar. Yep. Do you enjoy working with them? Were they a pleasure? Like, were they the right price point? Like, just think of that one person that you had in the past, maybe two people, and those are your customer avatars and we build off of them. What are the pain points, right? Why are they wanting to sell? Why are they wanting to buy, right? What is, what is the, the, the market, like what is your market experience? What are they experiencing in the market when they're thinking about selling or buying? Maybe they have their home or they have listed it before they're ex expired or maybe they're a for sale owner. What are they experiencing in the marketplace? Yep. Those are the things that you want to know, but it always starts with your research, knowing who that person is. You can go as deep as like the type of people they are, right? Keywords that like, what, what are they actually searching? What are they looking for? Just really dive deep on your actual customer avatar right? Uh, and, and your ideal client. And that is number one. That is outside of the CRM. That's the like the second most important thing. Why? Because then we're like, then we have to create the video. And that leads yep. us into step number two, which is creating the video for you to post and, and or run ads on YouTube, right? Maybe even Facebook. But we can't create that video and you, Aaron, can't create that script without us knowing who the customer avatar, you without you knowing who the customer avatar is, because we've talked about it multiple times before, hook, educate, offer, hook, educate, offer, hook, educate, offer. I'll say it one time, hook, educate, offer when you're creating scripts. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know your customer avatar, you can't write a hook that catches their eye, that speaks to them. You can't educate them on their pain points that they're experiencing, and you can't offer that solution to them. Yep. It's like a, it's like, think of us as the, uh, as the doctors of your, of your ads, because we, we want to like, we're, we're, you know, when, when somebody works with us, right, we go in, we ask questions, you know, who are like, who specifically you're looking to work with? What's the price point? Like really like give us, we have like an onboarding form and they fill out all that stuff so we can write a script specific to that. Right. And then that will be, it just gives us enough, enough to work with. And actually Stephanie dropped a really, a really uh, good question because she said families either buying for the first time or moving up that school district is important. Dude, like that is literally the exact script that we use for Blair. Yep. Like it was literally like it was a 
move up buyer. So we said that move up buyer, someone that's looking to move in a new school district, four bedroom, three, I can't give up too much of the secrets, but like <laughs> that specific criteria, we started running it. We got like what a $600,000 buyer the next day. The next day, like after after starting the campaign, well, so, yeah, um, after restarting, yeah, the, the redoing. Well, yeah, sorry, after we got the more specific with that with that buyer. Um, let's see, high value seller leads. Alex, uh, definitely get more clear than that. I would say, like who, like who, who exactly do you want to get in contact with? With Brendan, yeah. I want seller leads. So does everyone. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. What this this is the thing for for Alex. Like, what makes that person? Like, what's the price point? What's the yep. area, right? Like, what is high value? Is high value to you, like, that they're selling now? Or is high value, like, a, a, a dollar amount, right? Is it luxury? Like, uh, a little more, like, like I said, uh, being a little clear on that for sure. Step two, right? So, step one is that customer avatar, knowing who you are, going as super deep as possible, like, even to the point of, like, what they like to do right? Like mm -hmm. where they like to go, so on and so forth. Right. Um, and then once you have all that, then it's step number two, creating the video and understanding. And I'll say it one time, hook, educate, offer, and writing that script. So I'm gonna let you jump, uh, jump into this one. Cause this is, this is the one that you love. Love the videos, man. Always yeah. have. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so with the with the videos, and this is why we do it in this order is because you get extremely specific with your your research who you're looking for, and then you create a script around that. So I'll even just use, and again, we can't give out the the secrets, but like Brett says, we, we literally want to say this over and over and and like get it ingrained into your brain. Every single video, especially with YouTube ads, hook, educate, offer. Um, the hook of this, and let's just create a hook for Cosmo. Like he's saying, young family in the 30s that wants to sell and upgrade to a bigger home or old empty nesters that want to downsize after kids are out. So yeah. I would treat those as two as two different ones. Yeah. Um, so let's say if we were doing the, the other one, right? Old em empty nesters that want to downsize after kids are out. So literally I would use that exact verbiage, right? So with, with the hook. Hey, so if you're watching, so we'll say uh, Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're watching this video and you're a Nashville homeowner that, you know, your kids just went to college or they've just moved out, this is going to be the video for you. Like literally that is the way that you would, that you would frame it. And the cool part, we've talked about this about YouTube ads before is, you know, cause sometimes people are like, well, if you get specific, isn't it going to like push some people away? Yes. 1 million percent. But that's the goal because in the hook with the YouTube ads is we're only paying for people like in terms of the, uh, you know, the ad budget is only going to be charged if they watch up to 30 seconds of the video. So if someone skips the ad, if someone watches 29.9 seconds of the ad and they don't continue through to 30 seconds, we nope. don't even pay for those people. Nope. So our goal is going to be to, again, get extremely specific of who we want, push out the ones that we don't want, and then just build the anticipation and the education around that specific person. Correct. So then, you know, what uh, we won't go too specific about the you know, the, the educate and the offer, but educate is just pick a specific topic that that type of person is struggling with, right? Figure out what their pain points are. We talked about that earlier. Pain points, strong, strongest desires. What might be, they be struggling with? Whether it's, um, what do you think some pain points of like a, you know, an empty nester? Um, so, so, so with an empty nester, you know, essentially the house is too big, right? Like, they want to make that, you know, they're looking to buy a smaller home. They want maybe that retirement home. Um, 
it's not really, I don't want you guys thinking like, oh, it's a pain, like, ow, that hurts kind of thing. But it's like, <laughs> like it, it, pain or desire, right? Like the pain yeah. to that desire. So, yeah. you know, the house is just too big. They're tired of cleaning up the house, right? Uh, nobody, you know, they're getting cobwebs in 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 Sally's bedroom that uh, is off at college. So on and so forth. So understanding that it's just what the desire is that they want. And that, and so that, ed, that educating part is, yeah. So like, for example, somebody that's in a foreclosure and they need a, a, a quick sale, like that's going to be a suit, like that's going to actually be a pain point. Yep. Either they sell the house now or they lose it in foreclosure, right? Get a little bit, get a little bit of that equity or nothing, right? So that is a true pain. It hurts them. Empty nesters is more of the de- desire. They want that smaller home, maybe on a golf course or in a condo on the 27th floor. They, they want to move from California to Phoenix, right? Like where the, the cost of living is a lot cheaper. Yeah. Well, but- I was going to say like the, cause you, cause you said like, well, the foreclosure, like they might lose out on the equity. Well, I feel like if they're, if they're wanting to downsize, I feel like the pain's almost the same thing, right? It's like, they're paying for X amount of square footage when there's two people in the house. Yep. So it's like, you could literally like cut your mortgage in half. And you know, that might be something that, um, you know, I focus in on too. Like, are you look like, have they left the house? And you know, if you're someone that, you know, let's say there's two people in a six bedroom house or five bedroom house, and you can literally, you know, save one or two thirds of that by moving to X, Y, and Z. So you're, you're the, the pain point is is hitting them in their pockets a little bit. So we want to give them a, the solution to that. Yeah, and Solomon says the stress of transitioning to a smaller home. That is, oh, right? dude. That that's that's actually a really really good one because yeah. you can educate them around like because a lot of times some of these people, especially, we'll get to some of the targeting too, is their hesitation to downsizing would be the pain points and the stress of transitioning. So you put that in the beginning, you know, if, if you're watching this video and, and you just heard the horror stories of, of people downsizing and not having enough space or whatever, I don't know the pain points of it, but really dialing in on that. It's like, I'm here to tell you that it's actually not as difficult as you think. Here are the steps that you need to do to make sure you can make that transition as smooth as possible. Give them two or three different tips. That's the educate part. And then the offer is literally just going over and saying, Hey, so if, you know, if you found this, this, this video helpful, I'm just going to leave a link, you know, down below this video and you'll be able to get in contact with, you know, us and our team and just have a quick conversation and see if it's something that, you know, we can maybe help you out with. So you don't have to scour through Google and YouTube like you are from watching this video and then go from there. Yep. Absolutely. Dude, I feel like I'm fire. We should repurpose this and use it as an ad. Sell <laughs> <laughs> leads on deck. Yeah. So, so. Again, just to, just to understand, so the 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 creating the video comes to again hook educate offer. You know the hook is why they should watch the video, right? That when we talk about hook, it's that short, quick, ten second maybe statement that is why they should watch the video. Why instead of hitting that skip button, we're speaking directly to them and they should be watching this video, right? Then understanding that the educate is how you are going to solve their pains or help them get to their desired endpoint, AKA getting that smaller home, right? Yep. And then the hook is literally what you want them to do, right? So the hook, anytime you're thinking of a hook, it's why they should be watching this video. The educate is solving their pain points or helping them understand and, and, and being the bridge between the gap of where they are and their desired outcome and getting them to that desired outcome. 
And then again, the uh, offer or the call to action is what you want them to do. Click the link below, schedule a time with me to go over exactly how we can help you go from that 4,000 square foot home to the condo on the beach. Yep. Right. Um, so yeah, so, so let's see uh, any questions on, on the creating the video. Again, hook, educate, offer, hooking them into why they should watch the video, right? So give them, give them a quick little example of a hook, Aaron. Just a hook in general? Yep. Yeah, so we, I guess we, we touched on a little bit. So just the hook of like, hey, so if you're watching this video, I, I always start, we have like recently been starting with like that. You don't have to. It, you can literally just talk right into the camera and say, if you're a Nashville resident looking to, or, or oh, so, so we're on sellers. So if you're a Nashville homeowner right now and you're looking to, or let's see, I'm just trying to think based on the context we've used. Yeah, so if you're a Nashville homeowner and you know, you're know you're currently, I don't want, I'm trying not to give our specific like, scripts and stuff. <laughs> this, and this is why a script is huge, right? Yeah. Right? A script is huge with a teleprompter. It doesn't have to be, you I mean, you can memorize it, but this is why, because again, you don't want to come and, and try to, sh and try to shoot it over and over and over. Right. So, so let me, let me see if I can do this. Let me, let me on the spot. I mean, I was just going to go for the one that, that we've, we've been frequently using. It's just like, if you're a Nashville homeowner right now, and you just are, are struggling with the fact that you have too much space right now and you, you know, you're empty nesters, whatever it is, uh, watch this really quick video and we'll give you some information of how to get away from that. Right. So you're building up the pain, you're creating the solution and you're showing them, you know, if you watch this video, this is going to be the vehicle that's going to help you get from point A to point B. Right. So one, one good one, we'll talk about the downsizing, right? Going from a bigger home to a smaller one could be, hey, if you're a Nashville, if you're a Nashville homeowner and are, see, putting me on, so I can't do it. If you're a Nashville home, homeowner and are confused on how to get to that smaller home, you want to sell your home, but don't know where to start to get you to that condo on the beach or whatever your customer avatar is looking for. In this video, I'm going to show you exactly step-by-step step how you can do that with the least amount of stress and getting the most for your property. Mm. And, then you the, and then you literally clip into the educate, right? And it could be that step-by-step. Step. Right. Or it could be straight to, if you're a Nashville, a Nashville homeowner looking to get an offer or looking to sell your home in the next 30 to 60, 90 days without having anyone come through your home, and bring COVID to your house? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, dude, that's actually, it's funny you said that because I, I, I incorporated, I uh, alluded to it, but I didn't necessarily say that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, again, it's, you know, everyone's uh, just knowing your market and the pain points that they're going through, right? It, you could be in a, 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 you know, if you're looking for another way to, to get sellers too. Hey, if you're a home, if you're a Nashville homeowner that has a three bedroom, two bath, 2,000 square foot home in the price range from X to Z or in this neighborhood, we have five buyers looking for your property right now. So before you go list it with a realtor, we want to speak to you, see if this is a good fit for one of our clients. We can bring you an offer in the next 48 hours. Whatever. Like obviously be more scripted and more to the point and more direct with them. But but again, it, it, the, the script and hooking them, educating them, and setting the offer always comes down to that customer avatar though, right? Being yeah. specific to them. What, what, Dude, what can, can I, can I say something? Yeah. Of course we literally just got a seller lead coming as we're talking. No, Live we bro, no. listen to this. No, we didn't. Yeah. Home. Sure. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> well, we can't give out the information because someone else from San Diego is going to call up. <laughs> right. All right. So he said, so this one, 
home 3,000 square feet, four bed, 3.5 bath. He said uh, home is Israel. He got an appraisal a year ago for 725 grand. Whew. Let's go. Oh, no. Here's the best part. Time frame. 30 days Let's go. if everything lines up. Uh, everything lines up immediately or that's what um hector says hector bro hector is a maniac like he literally is the real mvp yep um so he said yeah i mean obviously i won't read through the entire thing but literally it's like 30 days seven hundred twenty-five thousand asking price 750 to 800 like are you serious insane let's go i'll uh people probably don't believe me so i'll keep talking i'll take a screenshot of <laughs> <laughs> um i, yeah, I, I don't even believe no, i'm just kidding at, I, at, the, I mean, at the end of the day like that's the video portion and we can we can talk all day about that part um yep. but let's talk about like one of the like probably the the it's all important but obviously like the targeting is very different we had some targeting questions in here so i'm the video guy you're the marketing guy talk to us about targeting yeah so when it comes to and, and so transitioning into step three right step three First, you have the customer avatar, step one. Step two is creating your script and making making sure you're speaking to that avatar. And then step three is going in and making sure that you are targeting the right person, right? And so there's, there's a few things that we test out when we're starting new campaigns and starting in new markets. And the first is just like every other thing. So let me actually put another disclaimer out there because somebody asked it, uh, can you target age range, stuff like that? As of October 19th, no, you will not be able to target age range, parental status, um, uh, and zip codes, right? Those are the three that are going away. But don't let that scare you guys, because I don't- 100%, do not let that scare you, <laughs> right? 100%, That's, the same shit happened to Facebook, and it's like, nothing changed, right? Like, quality went down, I don't even wanna say the quality went down a little bit, like it was, Literally the same thing. So understanding you cannot target age range. You cannot target uh, uh, parental status, which I don't even, whatever. <laughs> I never I mean, help if like they were like parents and that were 55 and older or something like that to downsize. Um, but unfortunately you can't. Um, but again, it comes down to that that 30 seconds you have to target them for free anyways. So, yeah, I was about to say like literally we just call it out within the within the video and we're good to go. Yep. So the, there's four that w there's four targeting sequences that we target when we're starting a new campaign, right? First is just targeting homeowners. That's it in said city or multiple cities, right? And it doesn't have to be a radius. It can be an actual city. So uh, just targeting those, right? Homeowners. Then we target those that are in market. In market meaning that they're looking to buy or sell. They're looking at real estate services. They're interested. They've been searching certain things, right? So that they are in market. The third is custom affinity audiences. This is us going into Google and saying, hey, Google, here's keyword searches. I want you to go out and find people that are in, like that closely match these keyword searches. Looking to sell my home in, Nashville, looking to, you know, sell home in whatever, uh, top real estate agent, you know, top listing agent, how much is my home worth, blah, 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 right? Homes yep, yep. that just sold in the last 30 days, so on and so forth, right? Keyword searches, not, so it's, what it's going to do is then go out, well, like, if, if anyone's familiar with Facebook uh, uh, custom audiences, 
very similar, but instead of you having to have the data, Facebook or Google uses their own data and goes out and finds those people, right? So that's the, the third one. And then the fourth, which is my favorite, which is called combined audiences. So it is, again, it's like anything. If it's this person, they have to match this as well. And then, so you're just filtering down and making that uh, target market a little bit more narrow. And so what I would do with that is homeowners in market and uh, custom affinity, right? Affinity audiences and try not combining all three, but trying to mix and match and combine homeowner with this type of person, um, uh, you know, and just put a couple filters. I wouldn't put more than three, uh, but just filtering, filtering down um, the combined audiences, right? So, yep. and you can do like in-market homeowner, right? Or, excuse me. You can do home uh, homeowner custom affinity, affinity without creating a combined audience, right? But you can't do a homeowner that's in market. They're in the same category when you're creating ads. So it'll, it'll literally be two different audiences, two different ad sets. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing, uh, what I do is I just come, that's why we use the combined audiences because you can put the, they have to be this and this and this, or we're not targeting them, right? So yeah. just understand though, that the combined audiences will be a much higher cost per lead because it's a smaller audience. But again, but back to the quality, your right? customer avatar. Yep. Dude, I even I feel like I learned some stuff just then too. So it's it's yeah, so it's really been able to at least what I'm what I'm hearing you say is being able to really go through and just narrow it down because we're we're hitting them in, in multiple different ways, right? We're hitting them with being super specific and um being super specific, hitting with the video, making sure the targeting matches. Also, you know, the income affinity audiences, making sure they're searching specific things. They're in market. So they've been, they've been searching these things in the past 30 days. Um, yeah. And then from there, it's just being able to get in contact with them, which kind of goes to the, to the next one, right? Oh, that's, that's, that's step five. Being in contact No, no, I'm sorry. I meant the qualification. It's step four. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. sorry, I literally, guys, I'm editing this screenshot so you got because I feel like you guys don't believe me. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, real, real quick, uh, I don't know because I'm just looking on um, uh, Streamyard. So, uh, somebody says, "Will ads be grandfathered in if currently targeting zip codes?" Absolutely not. Facebook will turn them off, and actually, yeah. they're starting to do that already, mm-hmm. um, turning ads off and denying ads. Um, so, just keep 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 that in mind. Um, someone else said, it doesn't matter, uh, if it's you talking in front of the camera or if it's, uh, audio overlaid video images, we do direct to camera, but test it out, test it out. Right. Aaron does direct to camera kind of what he, you know, not exactly the setup, what he's got now, but literally to camera with, with, with audio and just talking. Right. And then putting some images and things like that in the video. But don't overthink it. Just shoot it. See what works. Maybe test the overlay with images and stuff like that. Yeah. The the only who asked that? I don't know. It, it oh, okay. I'll, I'll, um, but the only Tyler, Tyler asked that. Tyler. Okay. So the only thing that I would say about that, Tyler, is just to be careful and remember that the reason why like some of these YouTube ads work so well is because it looks just like a regular YouTube video. Correct. Right. When they when they click a when they click a video and you guys, I mean, think about the way that you you go through YouTube. Like if you don't have YouTube premium and you're getting consistent ads, like if something pops up and it feels like an ad, 
you're going to you're going to skip past that. Like I I wouldn't watch an ad like that. So it does the two things, right? Number one, it, it when they're searching for these things, they're no, they're in that in that mode of just ready to learn, right? So they want to learn from somebody, they want to see a face. And then the second thing is it just helps you build trust, right? It helps you build trust with that specific client, which let's say they do end up you know, accepting the call to action, they, they click the button, give you a call, fill out a survey, whatever that looks like. They are then going to have that relationship with you so that when they've put in their information and you call them, they're going to know the voice on the other end. It's like, Hey, this is Aaron. Hey, this is Brett. Hey, this is Tyler. Um, you know, it looks like you, you watched our video and you, you filled out your information. How's it going? And then it's almost this, like I was talking to, um, somebody that has been watching our videos and they got a call with me yesterday and they were like, wait, you're real. <laughs> you're a real person. Even you, so, so when when I met up with you, you're like, "Hey, you're an actual person." <laughs> yeah. But they feel like you know you, right? They feel like they they know you because they've seen you, they've seen your voice, they've seen your ads, and it just makes it a lot easier on that side of things. So just just keep that in mind. Ultimately, test them both. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that leads us into our uh, step number four, right? Five, uh, four of five. And so step number four is qualifying the leads before they get become a lead, right? And so what does this mean? Well, you would say, oh, like, well, wouldn't you just want name, phone, or an email? Name, phone, like, no, absolutely not. Like, like, yes, you can, don't get me wrong. Like, you can do that. Name, phone, or email, do the follow-up. That will get you a, a lower cost per lead. But what we want is we want to use Facebook's data in, like, we want to use it in our favor. So if we're asking questions and we're qualifying or disqualifying and sending them to different thank you pages, well then guess what? Google's going to go in and be like, all right, well, like these are people more like these that you're qualifying that are becoming conversions. And so we're going to go out and find more people like that. Right? So what we want you to think of qualification, since you're not using Facebook and most individuals, most realtors that are, uh, and we even do this for our clients, we use Facebook lead forms, right? It's, it's a better experience for the client. Um, it's easier for the client to give you their contact information. But right now, Google does not have that with YouTube, right? On, on YouTube ads. Uh, very soon, they will. If you anyone has seen Zillow Premier ads, Zillow is testing it where it's like literally your drop down and it's all your information right there. Right? So they're starting the, the whole lead form thing. Um, but that won't be coming out you know, till they can make sure that it's it, it's safe for individuals to use, right? So, but just understanding that we have to send them to a landing page to generate a lead anyways, we might as well ask them some questions before we do our follow-up. Because here's what we tell our clients is like, hey, not every lead's gonna come in. We're not gonna qualify them on the conversion side of on the ads. Like, so on the ads, it'll look like, like for our, one of our clients, Blair, like, and we talk about Blair all the time, right? But because it's, perfect like we what we are doing is perfectly exact like exactly what we're talking about here so you're we go on and it, it's you know x amount of dollars per lead but if we look at like how many leads we've actually generated it's a lot more right but we tell our clients like hey it may not be your customer avatar just refer those ones out right so what we want what we want to do is ask them certain questions right and so to make sure that we're qualifying them, not getting the tire kickers, and we're getting better quality over time with our ads, right? So I want you to understand that it's not a 100% thing, right? Just because we put this in place doesn't mean that you're, you know, even if we qualify or disqualify, doesn't mean those leads 
are going to be one more motivated than the next. So all, still always having some sort of follow-up in place. Um, in, our, in our case, is just giving them a, a, the chance to book a call with you, right? And so understanding that just because we put these qualifications in place does not mean that they are 100% more qualified than the next. Um, we would just rather take the law of the averages and know that most of them are going to be a little bit more qualified if they're filling out the right and answering the right questions. So mm-hmm. what we're talking about is sending them to a landing page. Everyone knows ClickFunnels. We use uh, our own CRM and our own landing pages, so on and so forth, right? But having a landing page where even if it's just like a jot form, right? And we're asking questions before name, phone, or email. Name, phone, or email is actually the last thing that we ask them. So we're asking them things like uh, time frame, right? Would you sell in the next 90 days if you got market value? Why are you planning on selling, mm-hmm. right? And the most important question is asking them what they think their home is worth. Yep. Yep. That's my favorite. Why? Because you know if they're real, like you look up their property, you know if they're realistic or not. Now, we're not actually asking their address. Um, what we've seen is like people give you fake, fake addresses anyways. Like, yeah. So we're not even asking that word. So we just do the follow-up and then we get their address on the follow-up, right? So just under, understanding that. But again, questions that we're asking, we ask a little bit more. We're always testing things, but would you sell in the next 90 days if you got the price you were looking for? Why do you plan on selling? What is the, what is the, what do you estimate your home to be worth? We also ask things like, um, and, and in different combinations too, how many bedrooms and bathrooms does your have home, your home have? We'll ask their zip code, right? Because then you can, hey, it's John Smith lives in this zip code. I can go into the, um, uh, the tax appraiser and look up that person, right? Um, so you don't always need uh, the address. We ask, have you done any upgrades sometimes, right? So there's a lot of different things that we're asking, but making sure you're asking multiple questions, not just name, phone number, and email. Uh, and then what we'll do is we'll disqualify them on certain things like, mm. Um, one that we're doing right now is why they're selling, right? Um, one of the questions is, oh, I, I don't need to sell. I'm just curious, right? Or just looking or whatever. And like, we'll disqualify because again, if somebody's going to answer, again, it doesn't mean it's 100% right. But if somebody's answering that, because then we also had people answer that and they'll say, yeah, I'll sell in 90 days if I get market value or more, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, so uh, just understanding that that step four of this process is to qualify the leads before they become a lead, right? It's not to qualify them to be like, oh, that's the best lead ever, but just making sure that you're getting rid of those tire kickers that are never going to do anything anyways. Yeah. yeah. And just to like compare contrast, because, uh, you know, we, we talk about this all the time and there's, you know, you'll never hear us say like, oh, like Facebook doesn't work or, you know, whatever. But the idea is like figuring out what your goal is, right? What is your goal through the campaign that's uh, that you're running? So if you're if you're looking to generate a ton of seller leads, right, a bunch of people that like might sell, it could be something that you do through more through Facebook just because they're not as I wouldn't say they're not as qualified. I mean, because, again, it comes down to the questions that you that you ask. But mm-hmm. remember, like the reason that seller ads or seller leads are easy, easier generated on on um, YouTube is because, remember, we're not only calling them out with the videos, but we're also targeting people that are, for example, in this instance, people that are, let's say, searching how do I sell my house or what is my home worth? And then we can make sure that we're, it's people that have been looking within the past 30 days 
so that we understand that it's something that there's a little bit of urgency there. Again, not 100% of the time, but a good portion if someone's looking for that, they're not just doing it because they're bored, right? Because yep. they actually need that information. And then you put the information in front of those people. And then at the end of the day, I mean, as long as you're getting in front of the right people, the message hits, the offer's right, you ask the right types of questions, you're going to get in contact with at least as high quality as we can get them at this point. Correct. 100%. And while we're doing this, let me pull up that uh, that lead. Oh, yes. I, uh, make sure you don't open up the entire Slack, though. No, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I downloaded the, oh, the picture. I downloaded the image. And guys, with the follow-up stuff too, like, and this kind of goes back to the the beginning of what we talk about with like the CRM, is you always want to have at least some sort of touch point right off the bat. Because, I mean, think about anything, anytime that you guys might have, you know, watching this, have opted into something, whether it's like a cheat sheet or an ad swipe file or, you know, this, that, or the other thing, whatever that is, is you're like, literally, you, you put in your information and you're just waiting. Like you're waiting for that thing to come through as an email, a text, a link, something that you can immediately engage with that. So again, making sure that based on your CRM or maybe you have an assistant or someone that's fielding the, is that the right word? I don't know, fielding, fielding these calls. I think that's the right word. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, and then just having that, giving the the person on the other end the instant gratification. So for example, I mean, we're, we're framing it more of as like, as a quiz, but it's like, Hey, you know, John, Hey, first name. Hey, John, I saw that you just, you know, took our really quick Nashville home buyer quiz. Just wanted to reach out really quickly. And I'm just curious on, you know, how many beds, how many baths, obviously depending on what information they used within, you know, let's say you asked that question already, just confirming that. Um, but just something that's going to get, get hit immediately. And then of course it allows you to, let's say you're at a listing appointment or you're at, you know, showing a house or whatever you might be doing at that point is just giving them something that they can get instantly. So they feel like they've received something, right? Instant gratification. Yep. And so what we're also doing is giving them an, a, a chance to actually like book their own time, right? So oh yes, they're picking the day and time on our clients or on your calendar on that thank you page. Uh, and being able to book a time and 33, it's like 32 point something percent of the leads will actually uh, self book, right? Um, and some of them actually get pissed Thank and you. call them still. So That's great. Uh, but I, I want to go to the, to this question real quick before we even move on. Sure. Um, uh, Jason was saying, why would you disqualify any of the leads? They're all, uh, right? I think that's what he said. Why would, said, why would you disqualify them that, that they are just looking? Here's the thing. We're not disqualifying them, meaning that we're not following up with them. We're disqualifying them in the survey, in the logic, so that fate, Google will go out. We're only counting the ones that say what we want, that are actually our customer avatar looking in the time frame for data purposes on that. So they go, one will go to uh, a landing page that has no uh, uh, conversion pixel. The next will go, like the qualified ones will go there. All of the leads 100% go into the CRM and we 100% follow with every single lead. So to answer that question, we are only disqualifying them for data purposes to, like we said earlier, to get better leads over time, right? To get leads yep. that are in your customer avatar, your ideal client stage. Uh, so hopefully that answers that question. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, so, so to, to get back to the follow-up, right? So like Aaron said, like automation, having something that goes out, um, 
or just having us do it, right? Right. We're doing all. Yeah, or we're going to call them in 30 seconds. So, <laughs> for example, how our follow-up works is, uh, for like our clients, just to give you an idea, is um, they have the the chance, the the opportunity to have automated text messages. Most of our clients do not use it because they have the ISAs calling. Uh, not, I don't want to say within 30 seconds, but calling as soon as possible. They, those leads get put to the top of the uh, dialer as soon as they come in. So they're the next lead that gets called. Um, so just understanding that, um, you know, you if you are a single agent doing your own follow-up, 100% have some sort of automated text message going out. I would say within five to 10 minutes, thanking them for filling out that survey, filling out whatever you call it, home, home, quick home offer quiz is what we call it. Um, but just filling whatever it is out and then doing that manual follow-up after you're done with your appointment, so on and so forth. So, um, right. So just understanding that you do want something going out or someone calling those leads. Um, the, again, I'm, I'm not a, a huge speed to lead person, uh, but it does help a lot. So. And another, another thing that to keep in mind is, you know, the, the whole speed to lead thing, I think it, 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 it kind of applies a little bit more to the Facebook side because these are people that might just be putting name, phone number, email, and they, you know, they might not be as interested. But remember, like, these are people that are spending a lot of time with us, right? Like, not only are they watching the four to six minute video that we create, they're mm -hmm. also going through a 15 question survey. They fit all these criteria that we're targeting based on, and then they're getting instant follow up from us. So remember, like, it, again, if it's, it's all back to, again, not 100%, but it's all back to the intent. And it's all back to like what they're actively searching so that we're getting in front of the right people. And again, converting at those, you know, whether it's self books or when we're, we're, we're calling, because I mean, at the end of the day, like it, it also comes down to the touch points, right? So I, I don't know. I, I mean, Brett's kind of in charge of the, the caller guys. I just make the videos. Um, <laughs> so he has a better idea of the touch points, but it's like over like a six to 12 month period, you're, you're calling these people. So again, it's, it, there's a lot of variables that go into it, but in theory, yeah like based on all the things that we that we do to generate these leads is is you'll get a higher conversion rate yep we're doing uh 15 calls over six months and what we've seen the day that we've seen is call seven and eight is usually where they drop off so yeah. either drop off or they'll pick up pick up the phone and so what we see is like we're still gonna do it because we like i 100 believe that it's a timing thing and then we'll also use different tractions like we'll send some emails or some texts or whatever to try to get them back on um but yeah, it's it's a six month period, right? If you're not following up with that, a lead for at least, I would say forever, but for at least six months, like you're very unlikely that you'll convert anything, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, I mean, it, it, the biggest is is like instead of speed to lead, like the biggest is right up like the first week or first. I say the first month. So we're doing nine touches in the first twenty seven days, twenty eight days. Right. Nine calls, not just not touches, nine actual phone calls. Um, yep. And then you could see it goes a lot further out from the the, the first 30 days. Right. Um, then it's like every three weeks, four or whatever, all the way up to six months. So um, cool. Anything else you want to add on the follow up? part? I mean, it's a follow up self-explanatory. Right. We have a thing yeah. that we did a couple weeks ago on follow up. So if, if anything, go back and uh, watch that. But uh Anything else you want to add on the follow-up side? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I don't, yeah. like you said, like really going going back through, do you want to do a little recap? 
Yeah, so let's answer. Uh, uh, yeah, so let's do the recap and then we'll answer a couple questions. So step one, actually, before you do anything, set up your CRM for success, Have making sure that every single lead source, every lead source should have its own campaigns, right? Because again, you're going to speak to somebody that's a Zillow lead, that's a YouTube lead, that's a Facebook lead. You're, you're going to speak to them differently. Your frequency is going to be different. For example, if it's a Zillow lead, you want that, you want as much as you can in the first day, right? Without uh, being obnoxious about it. And then the rest, you know, Facebook is, okay, we can do one to two calls in the first day, maybe a text message and then so on and so forth because of the type of lead that it is, right? YouTube is the same thing. It's a closer intent, right? In the middle of the funnel versus the top or bottom. So you want a little bit more frequency on those. Um, but then as they get to the bottom of the funnel, you want a little bit like more often. So just understanding that uh, setting that CRM up for success is the is is pre is the foundation, right? Step one of everything is your customer avatar, doing the research on your customer avatar, right? Step two is creating the script that speaks with hook, educate, offer to your customer avatar. Step three is the targeting and making sure you're finding the right audiences that fit your market specifically, the right keywords, so on and so forth, right? That speak, that that is your avatar. Then having a qualification survey that is qualifying them, again, for data purposes, leads are leads. So we're going to follow up with uh, all the leads, but making sure that we're qualifying and, and um, warming up and getting that that Google conversion pixel to be our customer avatar only. And then the step number five is follow up because it doesn't matter what you do with anything. You could set the CRM up. You can generate the leads. You can do the video. You can have the best video in the world, generate two cent leads. If you're not following up, you'll never convert anything. It's literally the past hour summed up in two minutes. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. Um, so anyway, guys, I think that, you know, the, we went over a lot of stuff today and, you know, some, a couple of things to look forward to. Well, before we jump into that part, if, if you're watching this and, and, you know, we could only really fit so much into a, you know, an hour long live, uh, you know, live stream. So if you're, you know, listening to this and guys, like I promise you, and I, I, I was up last night, just like putting together different plans of different stuff that, you know, Brett and I and our other uh, partner Karan's putting together. And like, I was honestly getting like kind of emotional knowing that like, we're literally building one of the best, like, and I don't say this to be cocky, but like, I, I strongly believe we're building one of the best communities for around like real estate lead generation um, because we care, right? We, we want to see you guys win. And that's why we're doing these things. Like we've been extremely consistent with this, what past month and a half, and we're going to continue to go live every single week. Um, but if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what? Like, it's just something I, I, I trust you guys. I, I think that, you know, I don't, I don't want to create the video myself. I don't want to do the, the market research. I just want to tell Aaron, you know, Aaron, Brett, Karan, this is my ideal client. I want some sellers do the follow-up for me. And you don't want to figure out the scripts and the follow-up and the targeting and the videos, all those types of things. Um, I left a, a link down in, in the comments that uh, you guys can just go there. Again, this is, you're not going to book a call with a, a, a strong arm salesperson or anything like that. Um, but the, the video it's a uh, revamp real estate.com slash lead gen. Um, watch the video on there. And we pretty much went over all the stuff that we talked about <laughs> yeah. in that video. Um, Probably more, more depth more, on the video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More depth in, in this, in this video. Um, Watch the video. You know, if it makes sense, book a call with our team. Um, it'll be either Karan, Patrick, Wayne, um, might be myself or Brett as well. 
and just, you know, have a conversation with us and we'll just ask you a couple questions kind of like with the, you know, with the you know, qualification survey, if you will, just make sure that it's something that we can, we can help out with because if it is, and we strongly believe that we can help you bring in more buyers, more sellers, whatever your, um, you know, your ideal client is, we'll have the conversation. We'll talk about what that looks like. If not, you know, we'll probably point you back in the right direction, which is, I mean, to be honest, going to be in this group because <laughs> we're, again, we're talking about a lot of different things and, and, uh, you know, obviously the podcast as well, if you haven't, um, listened to that. So anyway, dude, I think that's, I think it's pretty solid for tonight. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So again, revampedrealestate.com forward slash lead gen. If not, if you're not ready to, to book a call and get that strategy out of the way, um, Again, like uh, Aaron said, it's we're not strong on it. We're literally going to give you the right path and make sure that YouTube ads are right for you. If maybe Facebook is, to be honest with you, we never we don't know, right? Uh, every market's completely different. Understanding though, if you do decide to work with us, we only allow one person per market, aka per city, right? So if your city is already taken, which uh, uh, we have quite a few that have already been taken up now, obviously not every city in the, in the country. Um, but we have, Dude, it's going to happen soon. If, if yeah, for sure, right? the way that it is and we're, especially we things that we have. Yeah. Especially things we have in the near future coming out. Yes. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give some, I mean, I obviously won't give away too much because, uh, we can, but we have some, some things in the pipeline that uh, will definitely help out if it's someone that, you know, you're, you're wanting to, you we want to give people the opportunity that, you know, if, Actually, no, I don't want to give it out. <laughs> nope. Keep watching. Keep I'll watching. Say, I mean, because I, I find like every single week. Yeah, talking about it. I Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to leave it with a cliffhanger. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it next week if you guys want to. If you guys need anything, let us know. We'll be here. Um, always feel free to post in the Facebook group any questions, comments, concerns that you have. And we will definitely get to them uh, as soon as possible. All right. Anything else you want to add? That did. That's pretty much. Real forward slash Lee Jen. Peace. See you next week. Bye.